Hey folks, I hope you're emotionally ready because it's time for another episode of Inside Hoffmaster's Head with your host, Jim Hoffmaster. Hello friends, how's it going? How's every little thing? I hope life has treated you and yours kindly. What's going on with me, you ask? Um, Well, I don't want to say a whole lot of nothing, but kind of a whole lot of nothing. Um, I, I don't really believe in, you know, supernatural stuff, karma and that kind of thing. But, but that said, there is a part of me that kind of regrets recently uh, emailing my new theatrical agent, new as in like a month ago, uh, and thanking him for uh, all the uh, nice auditions that he's gotten for me, because I've gotten some, uh, I've gotten some nice, uh, particularly some nice network auditions, and uh, and I just said, hey, I you know I, I'm I've noticed what you're doing, so thanks, you know, keep it up, and I'll book something eventually, <laughs> something like that. Anyway, he was grateful you know, to, to be acknowledged because he said, as I think a lot of people in their jobs feel sometimes, uh, that they're kind of laboring away and nobody's noticing, nobody's paying attention. So he enjoyed the fact that I was paying attention. Now, all that said, that, that gratitude on my part and on his part has now been followed by, you know, weeks of nothing. And I know it's just a coincidence, but there's a little part of me that thinks, ah, you know, I jinxed it. I jinxed it by thanking him and taking note and being grateful for uh, for the auditions I've I've had. And uh, anyway, this is actually actually uh, this is kind of the way it goes, you know. And uh, but I always worry. I know I'm not alone as an actor. I know I'm not alone uh, with this, but um, you worry when there's a a period where you're not getting auditions that that it's the beginning of the end. This is where you, they quit calling. You quit having auditions. You kind of quit being an actor. Uh, But I know that's not true. I know another audition is coming down the road somewhere, sometime, uh, but I don't know when. Uh, so nothing going on really on that front. Uh, on a on a vaguely related front, um, I did, and if I've mentioned this already, my apologies, but I'm getting older, and this is what happens. Uh, I... Um, was happy to discover recently that I qualified for another year of health insurance. And uh, my that year, uh, that new year, will start uh, basically at the end of the month, beginning of April. And today, I, uh, I procrastinated. This is vaguely interesting. I procrastinated on doing this, this thing I'm doing right now, by by um, logging on to the uh, health insurance website and 
and I assumed I would have to do more than I did, you know, because uh, I'd gotten some previous email about forms and stuff. But when I logged onto the website, uh, it seemed to only ask me like for two questions and said uh, I was all kind of set up. And I was so unsure that that was actually the case that I that I called to talk to a live person. <clears throat> did my voice just go? Uh, my voice. Weird things are happening with my voice. I mean, not weird things, but just, uh, I think it's, it feels like uh, acid reflux gone berserk. Did I say that right? Berserk. Uh, just my throat feels rough a lot of the time. Nothing hurt per se, just, just suddenly will will be rough, like what you what you just heard a moment ago, where I just suddenly like, ah, blah, blah, blah. but I'm going to take a, a drink of my delicious cherry Coke Zero. Ah, and, uh, and hope that magic elixir does the trick. But anyway, where was I? I don't even remember what I was saying. Um, I was happy to discover that, uh, I am covered for another year of insurance. I had I I'd had an inkling I was, but it's always nice to get the definitive word, to get the email saying, congratulations. Congratulations. You earned enough money this past year to be worth uh, to be worth being cared for. So, yay. <laughs> yay me. Uh, and uh, I, I'm I'm. That kind of ties into something I've been thinking about a lot these days, which is uh, getting getting from here to there, in effect. And the here is, well, the here is right now. Hit the here, here and now, that kind of here, you know, the present day. Uh, the, the, the where I need to get to, is the point where I will be eligible for uh, Medicare. Uh, the point where I will be able to um, access my my little little baby pensions, which yay, I'm not being I call them little baby pensions because they are they are rather diminutive, but they're pensions and. I didn't think I was even going to get as much as I'm getting. So, uh, but when those can start to happen, when when I can start to get Social Security, or if I'm going to opt to get early Social Security or not, uh, which I guess kind of depends, you know, if I'm, you know, how how afloat or not afloat, I'm going to be. Um, but basically, uh, it seems like a lot of things will, uh, well, I said a lot of things, but actually now that I think about it, I think just the pensions, um, I think can kick in. One, I think is 62, and one I think I could start taking now if I wanted to, but I'm not gonna, I'm gonna hold off. Because I think, uh, as 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 with Social Security, 
I think you take you take the benefits early and you don't get as much. And uh, you know, if I got to take it early in order to have some assurance of money come in, I guess I will. But but I'd rather be able to wait to get the full the full amount, you know. And then the other thing, the other consideration, the macabre the macabre consideration is um, you want to get as much money as you can get, but uh, but you don't want to like die and not get it. <laughs> did, did that make any sense? Uh, I don't want to wait too long to take advantage of this free money. Uh, but I have a feeling that's not going to be an issue. I have a feeling that I am going to want I am going to want the assurance that there will at least be some uh, basic baseline income. And this all has me thinking how things have changed. Things are changing a bit, uh, a lot, actually, because I have spent my whole life. And I imagine I'm not too different from other people, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe I am. Uh, but I've spent my whole life being driven by the fact that things could get better, will hopefully get better. I'll figure things out. I'll be able to have this or that thing that I that I want. Um, and that's yeah, that's kind of eroded <laughs> that that hope, that general hope is uh has been under some assault for the past number of years and uh and i think it's kind of kind of all but gone uh i i want to believe that i want to believe that there's still time i still have enough going on that things could get a little better before they hopefully level out <laughs> not not get a lot worse that's my fear that uh, instead of things getting better, instead of hoping that things will get better, I'm really motivated more by a fear that they're going to get worse. You know, the fear of, uh, of being able to hold the line, you know, um, things getting better seems increasingly unlikely. So it, it has become in my head, it has become uh, a drumbeat. Oh, my God, I hope things don't get any worse. Let me just let let me just have this sad little life that I have. If I can't have if I can't have nice things, let me just be able to hold on to this crummy stuff I've got. Um, but that's kind of where we're at these days. Uh, I am I am hoping I am hoping that uh, I'll be able to. I'll be able to make it through uh, until the baseline money comes in. But then even when the base, if, if, when, because nothing is assured, the big one could hit while I'm doing this podcast and you'll never hear this podcast if that's the case, I guess, uh, you know, but you know what I'm driving at. Nothing's, nothing's guaranteed, but um if I if I do get to the point where I am 
I am getting that baseline in income, that social security, that hopefully will still be a thing by the time I'm wanting it and uh, needing it. And uh, those little pensions that similarly, I hope will will be there when, when I want them. Uh, there will still be a problem. Uh, I put all that money together and I, I still don't think it spells living in, continuing to live in Los Angeles. And I want that. I want this to, <clears throat> I want this to be the last place I live. And, and, and when I say that, I don't mean that some monkey's paw kind of way, you know, like I, I say, I want LA to be the last place I live. And then I leave the house and immediately get, you know, run over by a truck. Uh, I mean, I want to live a, a long, healthy life after this. And, uh, and I want to live that long, healthy life here in LA. I do not, I don't want to have to leave, uh, in, in, in order to live somewhere where my meager, meager income will, you know, hopefully be able to, uh, get me some measure of food and shelter. But anyway, well, I don't know how to end this little part of my thing here, but that's, that's the thing that's perennially big thing on my mind. Um, and I don't, I, I don't know. I wish, I wish, I, my head just popped up. I wish I were a fish. I don't wish I were a fish. Just that, that popped into my head for some reason. I, I, I wish I was still optimistic. I wish I were more optimistic because I still have a, a real, real tiny little sliver that, hey, you know, I could, you know, I could pull something. I could pull something out of my hat. Uh, you guys old enough to remember Bullwinkle? Hey, Rocky, watch me pull something out of my hat again. But anyway, that's not a very good Bullwinkle impression. I'm not much of an impressionist, though it seems like I should be because I feel like I have a good ear, you know, for like dialects and such, but never been a good impressionist. But anyway, well, uh, enough of that. Enough of that. I'm worried about the future. I'm worried about, you know, where I'm going to be and what I'm going to do. Um, but one part of the near future, again, assuming I don't leave the house and get hit by a truck. Boy, that truck, that truck is starting me, uh, is uh, the film. Uh, the film directed by... Jane Rosemont acting like nothing is wrong. The, uh, the life and times of yours truly. Uh, it, we are in year four since, since this, uh, since this effort began, uh, since Jane said, Hey Jim, what would you think if I did a documentary about you? And I said, I don't know, I guess if you wanna, um, but we are, we moved into year four of this, of this project. And I am happy, I am happy to say that um, it's, 
it's, well, is it a thing yet? I was about to say it's officially a thing. I don't know what, the, I don't even know what that means, but I guess what it means is it is, it is complete there. So far as I know, there won't be any more mucking about with it. Um, though actually it just popped into my head recently. Um, if it does do the first few film festivals and people have, you know, people who know something, um, have some criticisms of it, would, would, would Jane, would Kimberly, our producer, would Jane, my director, uh, you know, do some nipping and tucking. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Uh, but it has been submitted to its first film festival. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail here because I think Jane would not want me to do that. I think if I did, she'd slap me about the head and shoulders when she gets back in town. More on that in a moment. But um, it has been submitted to its first film festival. And um, we are supposed to find out if uh, it has been accepted um, by May 1st. And we feel like it will probably be accepted because it's a film festival that Jane has, uh, Jane has been to a couple times before. So they know who she is. And, uh, and uh, Kimberly, producer, producing partner, I should say, along with Jane, um, is friends with the organizer. So no guarantees there, but still, she was able to kind of put a little, a little bug in the person's ear. Hey, you know, I got a, I got a thing here that I think you might enjoy. Uh, so, so all that is to say, I am expecting, barring unforeseen circumstances, for the film to hit its first film festival in June, and that is very exciting very exciting for me uh, because uh, I, I, my involvement with the film lasted about a year, you know, in terms of my practical, physical, I'm doing things that are going to be in the film, you know, the shooting, the shooting part um, lasted about a year, maybe a little over, I'm not sure, um, but approximately a year. And in all the time since, I have done nothing, little, little next to nothing. There might have been some extraneous little, you know, voiceovers and things that we had to, we wanted to add. Um, but basically, I've been done, and it's been a really long waiting game for me. And the waiting game is just about over, sort of. I mean, we're going to be doing a lot of waiting in general because there's a lot of uh, applying to a lot of film festivals. And uh, but but hopefully there will be there will be a lot of film festivals and there will be a lot of awards and a lot of fun times ahead. So but right now I have to uh, I have to exit for a second. I will uh, I will be back shortly. And I'm back. Thanks for bearing with me, folks. Sorry about that little uh, little advertisement, but but I've decided for now, anyway, 
to uh, to run that little to run that little promo and uh, and stop asking for subscriptions because that ain't that ain't happening. But but Jimmy does have to make a few a few little pennies off this. That's kind of how this started um, because if it was just about you know. I don't know, keeping a journal or whatever. Uh, I do that already at diaryland.com, Jim515, if you're interested. If you haven't gotten enough of me yet. Um, So anyway, uh, but it worked out because uh, at the end of the the last segment, uh, I I was overwhelmed by a very powerful bathroom urge. Uh, much to my surprise, I don't know, uh, but I was like, oh, I suddenly really have to go, and uh, and I'm this makes me weirdly nostalgic because I remember it as a kid. If I really had to go, um, I could hold off, you know, I could hold off for a while, I could hold it in, uh, but these days, uh, particularly if it was. Well, I, I guess we don't need to really go into the to my dirty, sinful business. But anyway, uh, so that was that was kind of a timely bathroom merge because I thought I would uh, I didn't know quite where to insert the uh, uh, the little advertisement, um, and and that told me that bathroom merge told me the time was right. So anyway. So what else? What else is going on? Uh, I I had a little burst of socialness recently. I I don't typically I don't go out much. And I don't do much. Um, but uh, recently I I saw plays in was it successive weeks? Yeah, I think it was one week after the other. I saw two plays with my friend Liz. Uh, that's not something I could do too often because uh, live theater is too expensive for Jim for the most part. Uh, but that said, they were uh, they were both good plays. I like the first one better than the second one, but um, but that's a thing that happened. And then uh, this weekend, I had lunch not once, not twice, but thrice. With three different friends, I even I didn't even realize I had three friends. So, <laughs> but anyway, that was nice, and uh, I I enjoyed I enjoyed each outing. Uh, discovered a, a, a place I hadn't tried on uh, Larchmont here in L.A. It's a place that uh, I. Um, I have not on my own. I have not frequented much, but uh, but have popped in and out over the years. Hit hit one restaurant or the other, and then uh, and then Jane uh, Jane likes it quite a bit. Uh, she is uh, she lives a little closer to it than I do when she's here in town. Um, but uh, but I I am coming to I'm coming to like it myself, particularly where my friend Josh. Uh, suggested we go because it was it was cheap and cheap is the order of the day man I had what did I have uh, I had a I had a nice 
uh, half half sandwich and a refreshing cola beverage. And um, I, I think it was like seven fifty something like that. Uh, so so yay, because uh, that's kind of one of the one of the many dilemmas of my life is that uh, I don't I don't cook uh, and. At the same time, I am uncomfortable going out too much because it's too expensive. So, so uh, any 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 place any uh, eatery I like that doesn't break the bank is uh, is a good thing. So that was uh, what the heck was it called? Larchmont wine and cheese, something like that. But anyway, Jane, talking to you now. When you're in town in a couple weeks. We should we should go there. We should go there and eat some sandwiches. Uh, but anyway, uh, that was that was kind of novel for me to have a, a couple days in a row where I was seeing people and talking about things because I don't do that very much, and I don't understand why. I don't under, I I well I have to blame myself. I'm the continuing, you know, I'm the steady factor. You know, the rest of the cast changes, but I remain. I remain the same, but uh, I've always, I have always kind of wondered why socialness uh, hasn't generally happened for me in a in a big way. Never had a lot of friends. Never had a lot of things to do in that regard. Um, saddens me a little, <laughs> but uh, anyway, that was nice. I enjoyed it. I hope uh, I hope that um, I will be able to make that happen a little more in the future. But speaking of uh, socialness and big big doings in my life, uh, Jane, you know, you know the one the one I talk about, friend and director of acting like nothing is wrong, future award winning documentary starring yours truly, soon to be. Coming to a film festival near you, or a film festival in L.A., and then eventually, I hope, a film festival near you. And then eventually after that, I hope, a streaming service very near you, like, you know, something you can access from your home. Um, she is she's coming back into town uh, at the end of the month for, for just a few weeks. So we're going to have to... Uh, get in a bunch of socializing and fun. Um, I think the, uh, well, for now, anyway, uh, the, the, we, we may be done with, uh, her being able to stay here for, you know, any, any, you know, I don't know, any great length of time because she's got doctors, she's got doctor shit to do. Uh, People ask me a lot about about Jane when when uh, when I do some of my rare socializing um, that I that I do. Uh, people will inevitably, inevitably say, "How is Jane?" Um, and uh, I imagine you're you were probably wondering until I got to this point. When is he going to talk about how Jane is? Uh, Jane is good. I mean. I don't think she's holding anything back on me. Uh, so far as I know, uh, she's doing pretty well. Um, I, I 
I never feel like I can get too into the into the nitty and the gritty because that's not my not really my story to tell. But uh, but as as of this conversation, um, she is uh, she seems healthier and happier than she's been in a while, and that's good. Uh, there's there's uh, one of her medical conditions is being addressed in such a way that uh, that she seems to have more more energy and a better mood and. I think I'm going to take, I'm going to see if I can't take that drug as well and increase my energy and mood. So, but anyway, um, it will be nice to have her in town only for a few weeks. Um, but she's, she's, uh, she's got a lot of doctor's appointments these days, uh, just to make sure everything is, everything is going the way it's supposed to go. And, uh, and you know, so far so good. <laughs> you know, for I worry still. Uh, it's been kind of in, kind of interesting to be uh, for for I really kind of think for the first time in my life in a position where somebody I care about is having some some fairly serious physical challenges, physical difficulties. And, um, and I, you know, and I feel like it's my job. It is my job. It's my job to be encouraging and supportive, uh, and to not have, uh, um, to not have it be about me because that's something I tend to, I've tended to do most of my life is make everything about me. Um, so that said, um, while while her medical stuff seems to be good right now, and like I said, one of her problems has been addressed in a way that has improved her quality of life a great deal. Um, I don't know. I worry. I kind of feel like Pandora's box for me, not nothing about Jane. I feel like Pandora's box has kind of been opened for me in terms of like, now that, now that I have had cause to worry about Jane, now I worry, you know, kind of regardless of, well, you know, that bad thing happened. So it could happen again, just like I think for myself, you know, uh, bad, you know, but I will say this, uh, cause I don't want to go, I don't want to go down this negative road. I've been down this road too many times before. Um, so I'm, uh, I'm going to say this, um, cause I was about to say, you know, once something bad has happened, it's in my head that it could happen again. Uh, but by the same token, this is something I have noticed. Um, I can use the fact that positive things have happened in exactly the same way to, 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 um, to make myself feel better saying that, you know, well, this, this or that good thing has happened before. So it could happen again as not out of the realm of possibility that mostly, I mostly use that in regards to acting. 
uh, and and my new agent used that recently in regards to acting because going back to that uh, that uh, email where I thanked him for getting me all the tasty auditions. Um, I think I, I also said something about, uh, I didn't belabor the point too much, but I did express that I was a little bit frustrated that I, I hadn't been able to seal the deal on any of these because I felt like I was hitting the auditions pretty, pretty strongly. I think, I think I have been doing a good job with auditioning for the last number of auditions and yet nothing. Um, and then uh, he responded back in addition to the, you know, thank you for noticing my efforts. That's nice. Um, re regarding my not having, you know, booked anything yet. Um, he he just basically said, well, you know, you've booked before, so you'll book again. And, uh, yeah, that's something. Words, words to live by. Uh, it could happen. It will happen. Because it's happened before. Uh, doesn't mean I don't continue to have some concerns, but but I I use that I will use that thought to keep me from despair. Well, anyway, what else is going on? Not much else. Um, saw the Batman recently, and I may be seeing it again today. Uh, I expect to be seeing it again today if uh, uh, if things work out with my buddy Mike. Uh, but I saw it a, uh, how long ago? Um, well, when it came out opening, opening, opening day, I saw it, uh, I saw it in the, in the afternoon and, uh, I liked it a lot. I did. Um, I'm, I'm a Batman guy. I have been since I was a little kid and the old zap powie TV show. Adam West and Burt Ward back in the day to, uh, to now. But I will say this, uh, the Batman movies, uh, have never quite satisfied me. I mean, I, I, I go, I go see them, uh, but they're always on some level a little disappointing, you know, either, uh, Either they kind of forget about Batman, like the Tim Burton movies, um, or they're just stupid and awful, like the Schumacher movies, or or they've got Christian Bale affecting an increasingly silly, growly Batman voice. Um, but this most recent movie, or, oh, I was going to say, let's get to Affleck, or they make Batman something of a dumbass. Uh, I like Batfleck, as they say. Uh, I would have liked, I would have liked him in better movies. I think he could have played the role well in better movies and better, smarter movies. And uh, I would say the Batman is, uh, is a better, smarter movie. Than, than the Snyder, Snyder movies. I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of Snyder. Um, I don't think he has, I definitely don't think he has any sense of a super, you know, what Superman ought to be or a Superman movie. But, but anyway, the Batman I liked quite a bit because, um, I, 
I, I liked Pattinson. Uh, I never saw Twilight, so I didn't have that, you know, prejudice about him going in. And oh my God, the Twilight was like, I don't even know how 20 years ago now, you know, it's like a long time ago. So get over it. You know, you, you idiots, you know, people like, Oh, sparkly vampire, you know, it's like, he's done a lot since then. But anyway, I thought he was quite, quite good. Uh, the movie looks great. Um, the movie is, uh, I'm not the first person to say this, but this is maybe the first Batman movie that has had, uh, a character known as the world's greatest detective doing actual detecting. Um, but anyway, I was, I was impressed. I was impressed enough that I want to see it again. So I don't, I don't, I don't see movies a second time very often anymore because it feels like there's too much out there to see. But in this instance, I will happily see it again because I enjoyed it. Not a perfect movie. I would say it could have been edited some. Um, it suffers from what a lot of uh, blockbusters suffer from. You know, uh, why have one ending when you can have three? You know, that 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 kind of an issue. But on the whole, big thumbs up from Jim, particularly if you're a Batman person. Though though that said, I I am kind of intrigued by this idea. Batman has been around so long, like since when, 39? Um, it's been around so long that, and each iteration of Batman tends to be, you, you get a, a, gener, a generational iteration of Batman. Uh, and so, so what that basically means is that, uh, you know, your quote unquote, your Batman, you know, to be the Adam West Batman. I'm talking about live action Batmans, movie Batmans, not, not comic book stuff. Your, uh, your iteration of Batman be Adam West or Michael Keaton or, well, it's probably not George Clooney or, uh, Val Kilmer, but who knows? Maybe, maybe you're a, fucking weirdo. Um, you know, so, so, uh, that makes, I only bring that up to say, um, the only caveat I would say, uh, is if you go into this Batman movie wanting, you know, uh, wanting to see him do the bat to see and whip out some bat shark repellent, I'm afraid you're going to be disappointed, but but if you like the character, if you take the character fairly seriously and uh, have have always felt a little disappointed that uh, that they didn't quite seem to nail your guy, this might be the Batman movie for you. Anyway, uh, on that note, I think I've said more than enough. Um, so I'll just say this. Uh, I don't know if there's any particular cameo centric holiday coming up, but what the heck people are always having birthdays and what better birthday gift to give to the shameless fan in your life, but the gift of me. See, cause I was on shameless. I played Kermit and, uh, 
and I could play Kermit for your friend, for your shameless fan friend, on occasion of their birthday, bat mitzvah, bar mitzvah, any mitzvah, uh, parole board hearing, divorce, whatever, whatever the occasion. Uh, Just go to cameo.com forward slash shameless Kermit and let's hook this thing up. All right. Take care of yourselves, folks. Thanks for listening. You certainly didn't have to. So I appreciate it. Take care of yourselves and we'll talk to you soon.